Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host and co-founder of Mr. Consistent, Jared Bell. This is a podcast where we invite friends of the brand into our studio. We get to know their story a little bit better. We chat all things business, culture, and marketing, all while shaking up a few cocktails. This week on the Shake Up Podcast, I'm joined by my co-founders, Jeremy Davison and Michael Sevier. 21 has been a wild year that has been felt by the entire globe in different ways, but 21 was also one of the most pivotal for Mr. Consistent as a business. Wrapping up the year and chatting about all things internal growth, scaling up, turning a 50-person team into a 120-person team, and taking home the Australian Young Entrepreneurs Startup Award. It's been nothing shy of thrilling, and we've made some huge waves this year, and we've made a heap of memories doing it. Let's take a trip down memory lane with the three founders of Mr. Consistent as we reminisce on all the incredible things we've achieved throughout 21 as a team, business, and beyond, while sipping on a few cocktails. All right, welcome to another episode of The Shake Up. This week... We're going to wrap up the year with my co-founders, Jeremy and Mikey. How the bloody hell are you? Good, mate. What a year. What, what a year. An absolute stonker. Bit to uh, talk about. we got a bit on here. Like, <laughs> Kirsten's got like a list here of like espresso martini, subscription, Margie kitchen, wholesale, staff growing, new kitchen build, um, young entrepreneurs awards, Blushini launch, and... Spritz launch, which is probably only just launched when this episode comes out, which yeah. is pretty sick. So we've done about. a bit. Plus there's like Colorita launch in there as well. There's a whole bunch of like fuck, the amount of... El Pichu was this year? Yeah, El Pichu was this year, but I think it was before. That was, that uh, was definitely before we uh, had the before last we, chat. Before we recorded the other two last and a half hour e- episode. The eve of, I think, of um, Espresso. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty close. I think we even Somewhere might have been drinking it in it. I might have been drinking it in that episode. Yeah, we might have. I, I I don't even know where to start. Like, Kirsten's written a bunch of questions. I haven't even read the questions because I kind of wanted to read them with you guys and go through them with you guys, I guess. But I guess, how's 21 been for either of you? Mikey? Good. Um. Move forward on the microphone. Might be a bit of that this episode. <laughs> In, in the last, what, six months? My, You've become uh, quite my, the cameraman in, fr- in front of the camera. Like yeah. subscription boxes every every month. Like. <laughs> every month. That's what I do now. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the skills haven't improved, but the love for it has a little bit, to be fair. Um, I think overridingly good. It's been a great year. It's been hard. It's been pretty labor intensive, but um, I couldn't be happier, you know. Like we've been able to achieve a whole bunch of shit I wouldn't have dreamed of achieving. Um, we've grown, we've learned, we've changed. Um, yeah, it's been a fucking awesome year. How are you, Jess? How are you feeling? Yo, mate, <laughs> it's like mind-boggling to think about what we as a company have achieved this yeah, year absolutely. and kind of, you know, they're watching some of our people grow into amazing positions, watching what the brand's been able to do this year with outreach, some of the new accounts that have come on board. Like, I think the the overriding feeling is immense pride in what we've been able mm. to achieve, but also gratitude for everyone that's kind of been along the journey and whether it's a customer or a person or whatever, like it's, yeah, really, really humbling to see what's happened. It's been fun. I feel, yeah, my overarching feeling is super grateful mm. for everything that, I don't know, we've asked a lot from our team. We've asked a lot from our uh, our staff. We've asked a lot from our accounts. We've asked a lot from, I guess, for me, from our families. Yeah. Um, yeah. F- yeah. From our partners. Like we've like we've asked for a lot. Some way, shape, or form, everything we've asked for has like I feel like come to fruition in in one way or another. Like I think it was that that time probably 
maybe September or October and we'd been working on all of the irons being in the fire and mm. like we were like, okay, we've got all this stuff on the boil and, you know, if 20% of it comes off, we're going to be looking really good. And then all of a sudden everything happened and we we're like, oh, strap in, lads, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just been it's been nuts, but it doesn't happen without everyone else. What's it would have been interesting if we hadn't aligned on this question. Like, if we had had two fucking awesomes and a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's all right. Kind of average. I'm burnt here. Yeah. I'm, I'm hurting. <laughs> well, I think we're all hurting. It's been a, been a year. I think we are all hurt. Like, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel, I still love coming to work every single day. I still, like, I'm uh, disappointed when I miss the, like, 9.30 stand-up. Like, if I've got to drop Lola at kindy or something like that, I'm disappointed because I want to hear what the team's done, what we've achieved the day before, like being down in that level. Like I love it. Like mm. it, it's really exciting to me mm. still. Yeah, it's epic. Still, what's the thing you're most proud of? Mikey, this might be. Um, I really like what we're going, the direction that we're taking and what we've achieved so far with the subscription boxes. You know, that's something that, and it's dead fun as well. You know, like it's making mass-producing premix cocktails, awesome, and a privilege to be part of it and all that, but it's not necessarily as creative as I've been able to be in previous jobs, whereas this is sort of harks back to that and really lets the juices flow a bit, Yeah, you know? And I have, with everything in the business, you know, like I have pinched myself moments all the time, but I caught myself the other day and we get... Um, we can brand drop, right? We're not Triple J. We can say things. No, yeah. Um, yeah you can say whatever you <laughs> We just asked him for money gonna... afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, we mentioned you. Here's a bill. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we had um, – I was making Marley Spoon the other day, and I was like, it'd be fucking rad to put these recipes together to be like a chef and do these things. And then I stopped myself and was like, actually, that's what I do. That's what I'm doing. That's okay. what I do for yeah. a living. This is great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that's something I'm probably – it's, it's right up there, you know, like there's a lot to be proud of this year. Um, as conceited as that might sound, it's not intended to be. Um, there's, we've achieved some amazing things and there's, there's a lot of things that I'm really, really stoked on. But that's probably the one that I'm most excited about and, and really happy with where we're taking it, you know. Uh, I, I, the subscription box is like, it's the... It's the. <laughs> it must be so weird for you because you've come from like working in a bar and having to create a cocktail list, like you know how many cocktails are on a cocktail list anywhere between twelve and thirty odd, maybe two three times a year. Yeah, you're doing twelve cocktails every month. Six every month. Yeah, yeah. six every month. But there, but there was a period there for twelve months where you just worked on like making our product and ma like a, a bulk manufacturing and being able to scale a, a cocktail to going back to absolutely getting rinsed in yeah. creativity. <laughs> yeah, but I love that, you know, like I would, those are things that I do when I'm not working, you yeah. know, whether it's necessarily directed at drinks or, or food or whatever, you know, like being creative like that is something that I do anyway for fun, you know, I so it's, it's good that I can do it and kind of have a, a broader audience than just, my wife that's sitting on the couch waiting for dinner at 11 30 <laughs> i think that for me the thing about subscription and particularly for you in it is that it's not just allowing you to be creative it's allowing everyone who engages with our brand and like they can they can 
yeah. work along and do the same stuff that you're doing in your creativity and that that's pretty exciting yeah. for everyone you know having a go i know we've had loads of great feedback on it and um yeah it's it's pretty awesome to see that yeah yeah it's really cool that we've been able to reach out to people and get people making cocktails and not just like cracking a can or cracking a bottle and pouring it out they're actually making a cocktail mm. um and so then know, like the subscription box you infuse um vodkas gins you make herbal s- syrups you make like the list goes on. Like if you haven't experienced a subscription box, go check it out and have a look. But it, it is very intricate and in detail and um, fun, if yeah. you will, like in and actually creating the cocktail versus, yeah. like you said, cracking a can or cracking a bottle. Yeah, but I mean like in our general identity, you know, like we allow people that opportunity to mm. make their own cocktail. We take out the, the guesswork and the, the hard bit of it, but they're still doing it. Yeah. You know, and like they're still putting the things together in a tin and they're shaking it and they're making it, they pour it, they garnish it. They're still making cocktails. Yeah. It's really cool to be able to advance their skill set that little bit more and advance their um, their ability and their, their creativity that yeah, little bit yeah. more, you know? Mm. Love it. Mm. What about you, mate? Um, mine's very like holistic, if you like. But for, for me, just watching the business and the people in it going from, you know, what was legitimately a, a garage kind of operation mm. into something which, you know, through planning lots of good communication, a really strong management squad with commitment to actually executing, um, we've, we've, we've now become this kind of, we're a, we're a pretty big business now, you know, and we're, that's kind of been the, the thing that I've been most proud about and kind of really formulating that, uh, the brand identity, the systems, the structures and, and just scaling up, you know, the, as we're, putting in these monstrous tanks at the moment that is a metaphor for what the whole business has done and yeah. we've gone from you know cooking in what was it 30 liter 35 liter tank 35 yeah. liter like kettles essentially and we're putting in 3000 liter mix tanks you know so it's a completely different but that is probably my most proud thing of actually seeing like we all sat around and dreamt about it yeah but actually seeing that stuff come to fruition and, and seeing the end goal we're not yeah. there yet but seeing the end goal that's absolutely mad like so yeah. yeah that's it for me i thought we'd made it when the 35s arrived <laughs> I, remember, I remember being at work and they came in we they got delivered and i was like these are fucking huge like <laughs> look at us go <laughs> going from cooking in a like a, literally a five liter legit Hot. saucepan <laughs> and then those arrived and i was like look at us this is yeah. we're there we made it baby yeah and yeah it's wild to see those the big stainless tanks come in now that's madness hey but for me it's probably i don't know we've scaled very quickly we've employed a lot of people very quickly and very rapidly and we've we're making a lot more product than we were six months ago like what we were at like 44 in september ish like oh july september in people yeah yeah, about, yeah, so August, we've been under 50 in, under in 50. September. We're at, what, 120? Yeah, yeah, 120 now. 120, <laughs> like, and to be able to um, keep the culture and the, the people as engaged and, like, they they feel the same way that we all feel about the business. Like, mm. to, to have that many people get being like, fuck yeah, I work at Mr. Consistent or, like, yeah, we make cocktails or, like, talk about it the way we talk about it. That's probably my most proud moment. Like, when you see... Or you overhear somebody like yeah, we're at a cafe the other day and one of the ladies was like, Oh yeah, we are getting missing we're gonna get some missing consistent this week and have a drink and all like you hear overhear people talking about it 
or that somebody else works at Mystic and they're like, oh, um, such and such works at Mystic and Sister. And I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, I know. I'm, but they don't know that I am part of Mystic and Sister. Like yeah, yeah. that proud and when people talk about your business, like with that excitement, that's yeah. probably the – yeah, that's the thing for yes. me. <laughs> it's a pretty bizarre feeling when you're sitting in a, like you say, in a cafe or a restaurant or a, even an Uber and the person doesn't know anything and you're just talking about stuff and then it pops up and you're like, oh, is it is it a bit cocky if I yeah. say like I'm one of the owners? <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of, you don't say it and then you just listen and then like, I've never ever heard anyone say anything, you know, negative. Yeah. And that's that's pretty cool. And and actually quite the contrary. It's always been really positive. So it's nice to know that what we're doing is actually changing, you know, a bit of the scene out there, which is fun. Have yeah. you ever claimed it? Uh, I haven't. I'd much once. rather just be a fly on the wall and just see what people say, but I think it's well, it gets to that really awkward part of the conversation where like and it's been when I've been in an Uber and uh, you start talking about it and then you go too far down the line and then they're like, so what do you do? You're like, oh, actually, I, I'm, I, actually, you know what? Normally I tell them I work at Mr. Consistent. I don't think I've ever said to anyone that I'm, I'm one of the owners. I think I always tell them I work at Mr. Consistent. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't claim owner um, <laughs> just because it feels a little bit... It feels um, wanky. I, yeah. I get hammered by my my daughter's kindy teachers because they all like they're in the demographic of yeah. um, our customers. So they're like, Oh, I saw that new mix you're launching or like, they're all hinting like, Hey, a lot of hints. Hey, yeah, around, the cocktails hey. coming this way. Like, obviously I do the podcast and my face is pl- plastered all over the Instagram and bits and pieces. But like, I get fucking hammered, eh? But <laughs> and, and to that note, if any of Lola's kindy teachers are listening, Layla's going to be going there in a couple of years and we need a spot. So uh, hook it up. Yeah. Make it happen. But like I took in um, some mixes and stuff for their for like their last day as Christmas present. They were like, "This is sick! Thank you so much!" And like to like be able to give something that I guess I provide and provide jobs from and that kind of stuff is pretty mm. cool. And they're all very engaged. And like when you have people that engage, like it's it's pretty cool. You know what I still find mad is how diverse the people are that are excited about our product. Like yeah. the, the kindy teachers and, and that's our normal target demographic and you kind of expect them to be quite excited about yeah, it almost. Yeah. But I gave it to the the builders who are doing the the work here oh, yeah. and they were like, oh, I can't wait to get into it. I'm so excited, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I didn't think like, <laughs> I didn't think you'd be really into yeah. it. This is awesome. So it's, yeah, that, that still mind boggles me every time when you you think about who's drinking our stuff and how wide that demographic is. I think everyone See? loves ripping the top off of Margie. Eh? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> can't go wrong. I love it. Um, what else? Fuck. The mo- There's a question here, most drunk cocktail of the year. It's obviously margarita. For us, yeah, the most drunk one for us, yeah, mine would definitely be a, a various forms of margarita yeah. as well. But yeah. <laughs> chili mugs, coconut mugs, yeah. What about you, Mark? You still uh, finished cocktails, certainly margarita. Um, I still have a little bit of PTSD from, from the, the espresso the martini. That is probably your most drunk cocktail in the warm. There were a lot of incarnations of that drink before we got it to where we were happy with it, but um. Yeah, I think finished cocktail, like out of a Mr. Consistent bottle, definitely Marg. Mm. Oh, fuck. And I think it's been the most hammered by our customers as well. Yeah, like they absolutely. Love it. Like it is. I'm looking forward to seeing what this spritz range does and, and how that affects it because for me, um, I reckon we've got some excitement. Can we talk about it? We yeah, can talk we can about, talk it, about right? it. We may as well rip into it. Yeah. Good segue. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> been working on that one. We are, like, because we're this. Uh, Depending on when this, when's this podcast coming out, Kirsten? Is it 20, next, next 
So just after Chrissy. Oh, so this. So next day. yeah, next day after the launch party, we are we we will have just had a massive party at Burley Bowls. Club. Yeah, hang on. We should all like <laughs> should we be more hungover in this yeah. to, to set the scene? <laughs> we will have just had a launch party um, at Burley Bowls Club. It's uh, we're doing a margarita spritz, sangria in a can, and a mojito. And the idea is that you have a can, you pour your Bacardi in, or your tequila, or your red wine. Pour this over the top, add some ice. That's it, done. You've got your spritz. That's the that's the that's the goal. We keep it simple, right? Keep it simple. Like oh, mojito. Mojito is going to overtake margarita for me. The, the mojito pro- is the product off in this can chops. is amazing. Oh. like it is insane. And and the the wonderful thing about that is like we it can sit anywhere. You know, like mm. like with all of our stuff, you can buy it anywhere. But this is. Because it's the same ethos. We use the fresh ingredients. Yeah. It's all real gear in there. You can buy it at a petrol station or a servo and it's yeah. going to um, be head and shoulders above everything else that's in there. So, yeah. But the mojito, oh. It is banging. Can't wait. You excited, Mikey? I'm dead excited. This, I'm this, real stoked. This is one of the products well. you put so much love and care into. They're going into cans amazing. today, right? Well, as we're filming this. Yeah. They're going yeah. into cans right now. Yeah. Right now. Madness. The party's going to be sick. Well, it was sick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> party was sick, but the like the idea of this product, I guess, um, for reference, is we want to we, something we identified this year was we want to be a part of festivals, we want to be a part of sports um, events, sports events, stadiums, we want to be part of like things like the Australian Open, want to be part like anywhere, and it, most people don't know this, but most festivals or public events that have like a, a general admission ticket. The rule is four percent ABV is the is the most amount of liquor mm. or the ABV that it can be. Our cocktail, as it stands, doesn't get us anywhere close to that because it's I think one point five standard drinks and only seventy five mils of mix. Where this this product here will get us to that four percent ABV, and we want to give a premium offering to festivals and events and all those kind of things which I'm super excited about because our demographic deserves a premium offering. Imagine in instead festivals. of instead of you know drinking what you'd normally drink at a festival mm. um, or sitting drinking mid-drink beers at the cricket or whatever, you know, you're, you're knocking the top off a couple of kind of missing consistent mojitos or what have you. Like, oh, we, we love a beer as much, we much. We love a beer as much as the next person, but seriously, like imagine ripping a mojito off at the cricket. Imagine like, the turbo we, shandy we can make. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the in, in a nutshell, our options were reducing the alcohol that go into it or reinventing our offer so that we can put more volume into the mix. And I don't think any of us wanted to reduce the alcohol. Well, so. no, and, and don't get us wrong, it doesn't have to be 4%. You want to go half half rum, half mojito mix, you knock yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> you might do. You want to spice, <laughs> you want to spice it up? Spice <laughs> it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah excited. No, nah, I think this product will, like, we're do, the, the run we're doing is a test run. I think it'll be available online from pretty much today this goes live um it'll be online I, we're just gonna we're gonna trial it out see what people think get some feedback and then figure out how big our production run will actually be because all the ingredients and everything are exactly the same as what goes into our current bottle except mm. for the mojito because we don't make a mojito mm. it's exciting yeah that's a banger what about oh, staff growing to over 100 like that was I was uh, I I sent a message to one of my mates who lives in Canada the other day, and I'd not messaged him for 
since last September. Uh, we'd spoken in that, but I hadn't like sent him a message. You know how you get your last one up? Yeah, yeah. I'd sent, he'd asked me how everything was going, and I sent him a message saying, it's wild, we've got 16 staff, and I can't believe that this has happened. <laughs> and now we're at like 120. <laughs> you know, like... It got, it got very real for me yesterday as I was whizzing around trying to buy... Christmas gift bags for everybody oh, yeah. put their stuff in. <laughs> and no, like every store had 10 of them. And I was like, this would be way easier if we didn't have 120 yeah, 12, 12 Christmas shops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man. It's crazy. Like I, it's probably if not affected me as much as it probably has you guys, obviously helping out with production and then Jeremy doing fucking payroll for that many people. <laughs> like <laughs> Time sheets and like that shit's like, that's a lot of people to manage. And I, got to give it up to our managers as well like we got to a point where it's like we just need more hands more hands more hands and we were just like you you have to like i remember the days where we'd have trials every day we'd have two or three people on trial in the production kitchen in the warehouse and bits and pieces and some of those people have now even now have transitioned into other roles mm. but it allowed also a couple of people that were in those entry-level roles to step up and go into more exciting roles within the business as well. It's been semi-organised chaos for the last few months, hasn't it? Yeah. But the impressive bit is somehow everyone, that, and shout out to Liz, somehow everyone that we've brought on has still been awesome. Like I've been employing people for roles when I have like an eight-man strong bar team mm. and you get fucking plums then. We've got <laughs> 120 people. And somehow all the big upflex, recent upflex, everyone's awesome. Yeah, it's it's honestly, I, I think I said this last time out. I, I love big teams, and I love kind of seeing how you can motivate and engage and empower people to to get stuff done. And and watching, I think particularly impressive is the the realignment that we had to have halfway through the year when we were like, wow, we're 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 upscaled too quick and we're running out of money and we've got to tighten things up and then the, the realignment of, okay, how are we actually going to get this done? But watching our management team put a plan in place and then watching that team continue to grow, that's been absolutely, absolutely yeah, awesome. That, so. We had like the, I guess, the coming of ages. Uh, it must have been like, when was it? September, October? Like, I don't even remember. Yeah, about uh, yeah, maybe September. Maybe, September. Maybe, like, maybe like August. But we kind of like, we'd had all these, pe like the teams just grew and grew and grew. And then we were like, all right, let's realign everyone and bring everyone back in. Because that is was when it was chaos and the ball was being dropped here and there by different teams in different places. But as soon as we got everybody in a room, we're like, radio guys, this is the, you guys have to talk. You guys are the ones that are making this happen. I'm not going to communicate from marketing to wholesale and wholesale to production. And like we're, we're, us three as owners can't do the communicating for you guys anymore. Mm. It's you guys talking to each other because mm. there's too much shit going on here and they've they've done a, an amazing job of being able to get there. So impressed. Like, yeah, we are really blessed with the people that come on board with us. So thank you. Thank you to everyone. If you are listening, hopefully they listen. Hopefully they do. <laughs> they probably saw ours. They probably listened to all the other ones yeah. and they saw us and were like, yeah, fuck that. Oh, we listened to that enough. Skip this, skip this episode. We'll go back to the Love Island episode last weekend. That sounds more exciting than these three idiots. <laughs> I guess the, um, the pinch me moment, what's like the one thing that stood out that we've gone like, holy shit, this is happening or this is like – I don't know. There's been a few for me. Like probably the the one that I was most unexpected was the Young Entrepreneur Award mm. thing. Like that was a 
I reckon I got hit up three times on LinkedIn, Facebook, <laughs> yeah. email. I was like, hey, you guys should you guys should put an application. And I was like, nah, man, not our not our speed, not our style mm. is what it is. And then a friend of mine actually was like, nah, I'm going to nominate you guys. Yeah. And then they sent through the form. They're like, could you fill this out? And we're like, fuck, what do we got to lose? If we do fill it out and we've we filled it out. And I think we, we got to the – we went to the night. We <laughs> we booked accommodation. We hadn't had a night together in ages with our, like, with our wives. And we're like, fuck, let's just have a – we'll go have a drink, have a – we'll stay at the Sheridan and enjoy the night at the very least. Yeah, have and, a proper knees up. Yeah. And it got – it must have got to like – it was like the third last award we won or something. I think the the things that we thought, oh, this is what we might be up for. It was like things like distribution and food and beverage and food and beverage and stuff like that. Warehousing. So we got past all of them and we're like, well, we're highly unlikely to need to go up and get anything now. So let, let's give this let's a have, yeah, Let's have a drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now we don't need to hold back any longer. We can definitely uh, let the hair down and do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> and then literally you guys got, went to the toilet like, oh, fuck it is. Like, went to the toilet and then you came back and then within two minutes the next award was read out and we were not nominated and i was like because we'd already been nominated for one earlier i was like that was it we didn't win is mm. what it is and then we won i was like and it was startup startup of the year yeah and i was like it, it was like there's some weird surreal feeling where like i was like my body emptied and i was like sitting back watching myself like get up you idiot like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get up. especially with all of those people that were in the room as well like that yeah. that's one of the mad things is you know we we like to think we're doing a good job but there's also a lot of other businesses doing amazing stuff out there. And for us to be recognized in, you know, as, as part of that yeah. group of people is pretty Even awesome. to be nominated, even be in the room mm. with that group of peers is mm. awesome, you know? And, and it was pretty surreal at the start when you're there and you go and you arrive and it's all like glitzy and stuff to see all the other people and um, recognize the other businesses that are there and be like, fuck, we're considered in the same league the same realm as these people big businesses in that like people with like 16 million dollars worth of contract work that was humbling you know (laughs) that was really cool and then to to walk away with a gong was huge Mm. Mm. do you mean a um Uh, a shoey a warty (laughs) an award award oh nice (laughs) nice that was probably the best bit when we got invited back Absolutely up on stage. The best bit. I thought we were going to get in trouble. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got it and immediately after we had a break. And so we naturally, what else are you going to do? You just start drinking off the award. And uh, then they came back in and they were Q like, video. all right. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they're like, "All right, can the misconsistent boys come up to the stage again?" And I was like, "Fuck, we're gonna dress down like little kids." Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is actually happening, well, and we still went up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, we went up, and they were like, "So we've never seen this happen before." Like, really? But uh, yeah, never seen this happen before. Show everyone what you do with your award. Old mate looked me dead in the eyes. He goes, "You know where this is going, don't you?" <laughs> I was like. Here's my champagne. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, that was good fun. That I was think amazing. It, for me, the pinch me moment was when uh, things that we've been working off, like the, the big one that we've talked about as a business for a long time has been Dan Murphy's mm. and kind of the the national um, retail accounts, if you like, and actually also having to strategize how we make sure that, you know, the the not national chain, the more boutique style still have something which is special. So that's been pretty cool navigating all of that. But that that moment when we got the hey Dan Murphy's place their first order and then the next week it was hey Dan Murphy's won ten times that first order and hey next week Dan Murphy's are still going like that's been incredible. Yeah. And that that's been the one thing that I guess since 
the conception of the business, particularly for a drinks product, we want it to be accessible for everyone and we want everyone to get around it. It's a cocktail drink. Like it it belongs in a, in a bottle shop. And I think we talked about it last time was how hard we'd actually found it to get into bottle stores. Yeah. Like a product that literally belongs in a bottle shop store, but bottle, bottle shop attendants didn't really get around it or didn't understand it or what we were selling. Like that was like, um, and that we had so much success with boutiques because they're like, shit, yeah, cocktails. Yeah. Something we can actually sell that talks to our demographic. And it, that's probably one of the other exciting things for me is like being able to um, nurture and continue on with all of those retailers and not remove sales from the boutique stores or um, independent retailers, but be able to start to do some volume of our really core key products through those bigger retail chains, but also be really accessible. So you can drive within 5Ks and pick up a bottle of Mr. Consistent because mm. people were driving in Sydney 50 upwards of 50Ks to go buy two or three bottles. And that's why we, we create the demand and then the, the big guys go, oh, yeah, okay, you're selling a lot, let's go. But yeah. that, that's been the, the one thing for me where I've gone, you know what, that's the if that was our North Star, as we call it, you know, that's been one of the things that's been pretty exciting to actually have that come off. I love the false economy of the efficiency there of being like, Cannot be fucked making my own margarita. I'll drive 50Ks so someone else can make it for me in my own house. <laughs> That's what retailers were telling us. Like, yeah, yeah. saying, like, people, like, rang up and they're like, hey, can you hold three bottles? I'm coming in from, like, Bankstown into <laughs> into Paddington CBD to to buy a bottle of margarita mix or two, two three bottles. Like, I'm on my way. That's Put awesome. That's so humbling that someone yeah, will go to yeah. that much effort. If that person was you, please let us know. Yeah, yeah. Thank, you thank you. <laughs> like that kind of shit. That that was pretty amazing. I think. Yeah. What do you think? Twenty one's taught you. It's taught me a fucking lot. <laughs> I think you guys have taught me a lot as well. Twenty one. I feel like. I'd like to think that we've learned a lot from everyone in the business. You know, not just the three of us, not just the management team or anything like that. You know, like there's you can learn something from everyone you come across in your life and. I've learned things from the newest recruits and all that, you know, like I'd, I'd like to think that that resonates amongst everyone, but um, fuck the, I guess the, the overriding bit earlier in the year was certainly um, understanding the fragility of it all, mm. you know, like on the back of the wave of success of the end of last year, just being like, we're invincible. We're just going to keep fucking killing it. And, things are going to keep going our way and all that. And then even as they still felt like they were, um, it's the first time that I've been the owner of a business and that the the buck stops with you if they're not, you know, and you, you have these moments of being like, surely we're still killing it. And then you look at some P&Ls and some balance sheets and stuff and go, we're Too not very killing good. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you, I don't know, as a, as a business People look from the outside in. They don't see any of that. So they're always pumping your tires. They're like, fuck, you guys are killing it. You're doing so well, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And you're like, on the inside, I'm like, I feel like a pretender or like a mm. po- imposter. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like, yeah, our brand is killing it. But in the back end, we are slightly suffering with cash flow and different bits and pieces of the business and keeping the wheels turning. Like, <laughs> I think that listening, you know, listening to – everyone's feedback and stuff you know that that we're still a business that has done it relatively we've had we're very blessed to have had some finance for our new facility but other than that we've done it on our own you know and we're we're not we're not coming out of a place where we've got 
pockets full of money just to throw into stuff and and yeah. this is something where we've we've tried to finance everything without having to reach out mm-hmm. um for major for the daily cash flow and uh, that's one of the things that if we're going to do that we got to we're going to eat some pain and i think that's been that's been a, a learning for this year yeah. for sure yeah. the the other one as well is the finding particularly for me having um just started my family this year if you like you know and, and had a newborn is this time last f- year you were literally had a newborn yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. like three, a, week, a week ago three weeks a week old or something so <laughs> trying to find that balance of um you know having a baby that requires your time and effort a wife that requires your time and effort and a business that requires your time and effort and trying to balance all those things and then acknowledging that sometimes you don't get it right and uh, that that's been a major learning and i think we're it's probably going to be a continuous learning i'm sure you two with your young families can attest to that as well yeah mine uh, my daughter it's about to get even weirder again for me because she goes to like kindy or school mm. next year um and it's school hours so like my life changes again currently she goes to like she gets dropped off 9 nine thirty, picked up four thirty-five. 35 mm. it's seven like she's going to school in new south Wales, so it's 7 30 till 1 30 every day and i've got to drop her off at that time pick her up at that time so there'll be a little bit of adjustment for myself again mm. but this year for me is probably be me finding myself in terms of working in um, a larger team and learning how to guide teams versus do the work for teams mm. yeah it's yeah can't do everything when we need 120 <laughs> people to do it <laughs> like for sure. the, the spritz can launch party poster was literally like if i was to design it that is exactly what it would look and feel like and feel like and i've been able to get the marketing team to a point where i can guide them and say this is how i want it to look feel and that they can literally produce what i have in my brain mm. with just me telling it in words without having to actually do the work and like in i guess download like we talk about downloading the ip into the team mm. i bet i feel like i've been able to do that really well this year yeah which it's is a, exciting that's a major learning curve isn't it when you go from like literally this time last year, the three of us were still running around doing most of it and, and like putting yeah. it in the van and, and delivering it out and putting it into <laughs> the bottles and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, this year, we've, we've got to find people and engage people and, and try and get them to see what we're trying to see and, and the fact that we're trying to get these cocktails out to everyone and we're changing the face of the way the, the cocktail industry operates in Australia. And that that's pretty hard sometimes yeah. when, you know, some of the stuff that the guys in the production facility do or the warehouse do, let's face it, it isn't glamorous, but no. um, but every single person along the step makes a difference to um, the customer's end result. Yeah. So if it's that person who makes sure that the cap's put on right and there's no nicks on it or the um, you know everything's batched out perfectly so it's to the recipe or the person packing the box to make sure that when someone opens it up, it looks fucking amazing, you know, and you get that that moment every step along the way is important and that's a thing that yeah i think as we keep growing it's going to be a pretty wild um learning for particularly the three of us to make sure people yeah. do it the same as what we want it to done and just so people know we we do fuck up <laughs> like we do make mistakes i was just gonna say what's amazing is when your team smokes yeah on what you've been able to achieve. Like you were saying before about the uh, the poster being exactly how yeah. you put it together and how it looks and feels and all that was basically just uh, exactly what you would have done if yeah. you were the person doing it. But since I stepped out of the kitchen, 
it has become so much more professional. <laughs> <laughs> and they have smoked nearly three times the productivity that I was able to achieve when I was there. And, like, fair juice to the boys. They have busted their ass to do it. But, yeah, like I, I remember some figures that we punched out Black Friday week last year, which yeah. was about our zenith. And the boys now are just smoking it, you mm. know, like they're just leaving that in their dust as numbers that might not have ever even, ex- might as well have never even existed, you know. Yeah. They're just like, just right on the door of three times what I was able to do. <laughs> I think that's that's as one of well, my things. It's a way more professional outfit, you know, like you go in there now and it's just, they, they are head and shoulders above where we were. Well, and, and, like, we've grown as a company, you know. Like, it's not yeah. just I was fucking slapdash and I didn't really care. We were doing everything that we could then. But as a company, we've grown a lot. And um, We're watching what that kitchen's like. I remember very, very wide eyes when we were going into September and I said, oh, we've, we've hired this gear and we've put a, a new kitchen in so you guys can produce in that kitchen and that kitchen. And the goal is to do 20 batches a day. And then both looking at me and going, like, honestly, there was a moment there where yeah. I thought one of them was going to say, you, you dream and see you later. Because I think at that stage, we were doing about eight batches a day. I said, Nat, we need to do 20. And he yeah, had that moment where I the remember the room going silent. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they were I like, remember Can't being happen. silenced. <laughs> I remember being amongst them going, not happening. <laughs> you know, like, we, we were able credit, to smoke out, I think. They've done 12. it. Um, Black Friday week last year was, and that was the most that we'd done. And they've hit 23s since then. You know, like, yeah, to their, to their credit, they smashed it out of the park. And that probably one of the learnings as well for, I guess, all three of us, but particularly um, that I've taken on board is that when you, when you set something which is absolutely ridiculous, I mean, we're trying to achieve something with this business in getting um, accessible cocktails to the whole world, which is... To some people, just you're laughing, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're having a joke. But we're trying to make it happen, and that uh, that will only happen if we set some kind of pretty silly targets to some of our guys and then help nurture them through it But and and expect them to figure it out. And like I say, to their credit, they've absolutely incredible. They've done yeah. it. And and same thing in the warehouse, you know. We're 800 orders a day, they're, they're thrown out of the warehouse and six and that's a half even, thousand yeah. items a week, you know. That's not even including, like, that's not even including, like, the wholesale part of the business. Yeah. Like, that's just our online, like, and that's a pretty laborious pain in the ass to pack bottles and glassware and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 800, like, Black Friday, like, those people are, like, yeah, oh, over and over and above. It's it's nuts. And, and we we sit here in our, what is probably perceived sometimes as an ivory tower asking people to do the impossible and then they do it and then they go, wow, we can make the impossible happen. Yeah. And it's not because of we did it, it's because someone else was smart enough to actually figure that shit out. We just yeah. went, hey, if we're going to do this, we need to <laughs> do that. Yeah. Goals. <laughs> can, we need someone to fulfill them. Yeah, can someone help make this happen? <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're going along the way and doing it, you know, it's incredible. Yeah, uh, it's That part's been amazing this year. Like. Circling back, I'm really sorry. No. And we can probably slice this back or something. I don't know. No, go for it. Speaking of people with skill sets, thanks, Kirsten. Um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the proud moments I've had was um, 
our Christmas in July party, not just because I love Christmas, but because as a business, watching everyone come in and bring their families and everyone get together and, and just kind of with no agenda, no nothing, just genuinely spending time with each other and, and enjoying it. That was amazing. And kind of watching the kids doing snow angels on the ground and all that kind of stuff, like all that, that's what I think when the three of us sat down and said, what well, we want to achieve in a business and we're all family orientated, that moment was pretty sick yeah. for me and everyone bringing their own plate of food you know like everyone cooking for each other yeah, yeah. so good that was a good fun yeah. that was an amazing afternoon night yeah what's been the fate like we've launched a fucking couple of products this year what's your fate like espresso martini subscription what else have we launched blushini spritz spritz is only just launched today so you can't yeah. really what's been your colorator what's been your favorite product we've launched Campaign, like as a whole, campaign, rollout, like effect, size of. We're speaking in the future here, but I got to say, uh, I'm really excited about my summer of mojitos. <laughs> I am going to drink the fuck out of mojitos <laughs> this summer. And it's like, it's a drink that I used to love. And then I had flogged out of me yeah. from working in cocktail bars in London because you would make literally thousands of them a night in this like super high volume yeah. cocktail bar. And then <clears throat> like it got to the point where if someone messed one up, no one would take it. No one in the bar would, would take it because yeah. you're that sick of the smell and everything. And people were like, oh, you must love the smell of mint. It smells so fresh. And you're like, nah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm too so much overcooked <laughs> on, on mojitos. Um, but, I've now sort of circled back and I love it again, you know, but it's a pain in the ass to make. And <laughs> every single one you make, you have to get like fresh mint and fresh lime. It's not like you can go, well, I've got lime from this one and I've got like mint yeah. from the previous one. I'll just top it up because it doesn't taste right, you know. But to have all of that done for me and, and like no one else does it for me. Yeah. You know, like it's at, at work, you make drinks. At home, you make drinks. No one else at home is ever going to make me a drink ever, and nor should they. Yeah. You know, like that's that's the <laughs> professional Alice, Alice, lifestyle. Can you make me I thought Bobby's, I thought Bobby's making you. <laughs> Bobby does make drinks, but actually, this morning the drink that he made was a Bobby's um, your two. Bobby's Mikey's two-year-old son for reference. He's three-year-old. <laughs> three-year-old son, sorry. Um, and and loves shaking up a drink, but this morning. And it's a good thing that we can say brands because I can give people a, an accurate picture of what he made me. It was a orange hydrolyte, you know, the little effervescent yeah, yeah. tablets like a Barocca that you drop yep. in that sort of makes it sort of electrolyte yep. and Gatorade-y. Uh, one of those with dare iced coffee poured over the top <laughs> of it. <laughs> and he was like, here, Dad, I made you a drink. It's a spider. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sparkling sauce spider. <laughs> yeah. So while people do make me drinks at home, they're not drinks. <laughs> I, I'd like to think. That we've engineered the mojito to, to perform a little bit better than the deaf fucking you, you've hydrolyte him, spider. You've trained him well, though. I've not that's trained like, anything. They're, they're he loves two it. Things. Like, he's intrinsically just two, about two ingredients. He's shit. got the memo. He's got it spot on. <laughs> two ingredients that are pretty crucial to uh, the starting your day off right is making sure you're hydrated and you've coffee. blown away the cobwebs from the night before in a hydrolyte and iced coffee. Nailed it. <laughs> I reckon you might be onto something. <laughs> Stay tuned for the hydrolyte iced coffee <laughs> spritz. 
Um, madness. But yeah, I think I think the mojito for me is the one that I'm real, real excited about getting around this summer. Um, I it's hard to put a finger on a product because I genuinely like different moods mean yeah. I drink different things and, and I don't think we've released anything that I'm not stoked about but some of the more lifestyle stuff like mm. uh, subscription uh, some of the merch that we're putting out at the moment I yeah. think it's really cool like the hats and the shirts and all that kind of stuff seeing picnic baskets as well like some of the the other value adds you know our core stuff is always going to be our mixes and that that's they're always going to be great. Mm. Um, but, yeah, some of the other stuff that we're doing as well, the card game, the podcast, the, um, yeah, like I say, the merch, all of the all of the other stuff that we're, you know, creating yeah, this doing, cocktail life around. Yeah, the brand as a whole. Yeah, everything that, that's been pretty sick watching that all evolve and grow. Yeah. My oh, espresso martini was super fun for me. Like I, it's the one that was like, it took us the longest to figure out. Like it was like five months to get the recipe right, probably longer. I don't even remember. Like you drank coffee I, for a fair I, fucking yeah, I drank time. A lot of I'd love to do coffee. the maths on on five months of probably ten shots of coffee a day for Mikey Minimum. and what that does to your nervous system. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not. I'm not like I like coffee and I drink coffee, but I'm not one of those people that thinks it's an appropriate excuse to behave. Erratically, I, I, I just <laughs> retracted a word from that. Um, to behave badly, you know, people that like are a bit of a dick and go, oh, I haven't had my coffee today. <laughs> you know, like, I, I hate those people. Like they're, they're almost as bad as the full moon people. <laughs> the full moon people are the fucking worst. But um, the people that are like, oh, I need to have my coffee before I can function as a decent fucking human being. <laughs> Sorry to those people that are listening. Um, but... I, I don't mind coffee, but I don't live for it like that, you know? Yeah. And over the, that period, I consumed so much coffee. <laughs> it was just wild, you know? Like, you I didn't have a nervous twitch up, before, yeah, but you did. When you're coming in, you're like, like you're, you're, you're like, <laughs> before you were even shaking, before you're even shaking the cocktail, like you're pouring the, pouring the liquid in, the glass is going like this, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the one, I'm sure. I've got it, I've got it. Are you sure, mate? Yeah, 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 definitely one. <laughs> yeah, and it was, uh, you know, like there was so many different hurdles that we had to overcome and one of the biggest was trying to get the intensity of the coffee in the end product mm. once you'd sort of, cooked it down you know like it's making an espresso martini is pretty straightforward when you've got the ingredients and they're fresh and you make them but when you got those ingredients and you're fresh and you make them you combine them together and then you cook it to to pasteurize it so that it's shelf stable and people can keep it yeah not refrigerated it cooks out a lot of that flavor and to be able to retain that intensity at the end meant that you were working with super intense really really um, strong coffee at the start. Yeah. So when you have that, and you, there were nights where I'd sort of just book out the night and be like, I did, which is what I've done before in, in making drinks, you know, like you go, well, I'll just stay here until it's done. But staying there till it's done when you have a normal drink, great, heaps of fun. Staying there until it's done when you're doing an espresso martini and it means that you've had like 30, 40 more espresso martinis and that it. it's not good <laughs> it's not good when we came and we there was that one particular day where we met at uh was it palmy surfy not palmy um no talabadra 
Oh yeah, to yeah. Tabatra the next day, and I drove there, and I was like, I, I, I hadn't been drinking, drinking. It was just like the 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 knock on from the night before of the the caffeine. I vaguely remember driving there, you know, like I wasn't by any means close to being drunk or over the limit. <laughs> But it was just this caffeine. this caffeine buzz that I had for <laughs> fucking days <laughs> at any given period over that five months of just trying to nail that drink. And we tried everything to get it done. There was a soy sauce one. Yeah. yeah. Remember the soy sauce? Because... That, I think had, that might have been the point where I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you off the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have we got some decaf we can sling in this thing or what? Because <laughs> the way that we were thinking at that point was we wanted coffee intensity in the end of it and the the strength of the coffee in the mm. end of it. But that came with a fair bit of bitterness. So you'd try to chuck some salt in there to Bitter like, out, yeah. just to mellow out the bitterness. It's like the burnt coffee, that burnt coffee feeling on your tongue of like yeah. an espresso shot. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were sort of focused on like a little bit of salt and just trying a whole bunch of different salts to achieve that and there was soy one sauce. day where we were like <laughs> soy sauce is the answer like we've tried literally everything else it has to be soy sauce by a process of elimination we are on the fucking soy sauce train and and for the benefit of the gluten freeze it got knocked on the head didn't it for the benefit of the gluten freeze and the people that like drinks that don't taste like soy sauce yeah um but i was actually in the mindset i was like i think we've nailed this here and uh I bought it in, and the very first person I gave it to was like, that tastes like soy sauce. I was like, oh, <laughs> squat that one off. Back to the drawing board. Yeah. It's my, do you know what's my favorite? It's because it took that long. It took Like, it literally took that long to develop it. And when we first started developing it, we thought we had it pretty early on and it didn't work out. Like, our reps knew, and they were kind of telling people, and we were all in and around going, hey, we're bringing out an espresso martini. It's going to be banging. Mm. And everyone's like, where is it? Where is it? Where yeah. is it? Where is it? Where is it? And it just kept going on and on yeah, and yeah. on. And we're like, fuck, we can't put it out yet. We're not happy. We're not happy with it. But then we delivered like the product. Yeah. Like when we tasted it in that blind tasting against like the six others that are on the market, market. or whatever. Like, I was like, we've done it. Yeah. Like we're, we've launched the product. Like yeah. this is it. Yeah. That was, that was, it was cool. hard for it, but we got there, you know, like we didn't, we didn't, that was the one where I was like, oh, I don't like, we talked about it so much. And when we did blind tastings against other um, products in the market, I was like, in, in previous ones, I was like, oh yeah, it's not the best. It's not the best. And we're like, fuck, are we going to, are, are we about to have to like succumb to putting out a subpar product? Something that, like something that's yeah. not the best in its, in its field. And then we did put out, I think what is the best in its field. Easy. Yeah, we, we won't ever shot. put something out that we don't think yeah, is the best. Yeah, but that otherwise. for me was like the that was the win. That was like the yeah. that's why I love it so much because we delivered on what we say we're going to deliver every single time. Yeah, yeah, that was a goodie. <laughs> yeah, we got there. Absolute fucking banger. slog. <laughs> yeah, it was a slog. Slog. <laughs> I I hate this question, but it's in here. Where would you like to see Mister Consistent be at this time next year? Oh, well, you're both looking at me. Um, this is well, good timing. He's not going to answer it because he asked it. And we I don't want to yeah, answer we did, it. We, we did the strategy day the other day. Mm. We finally had time to sit down as a board 
and have a mission vision. Like we've always known what our mission is and our values and all those kind of things, but we've never written them down, instilled them. And, and we, we've done that. And I feel like what we've got is very true to what we've been working as mm. and on. Mm. But knowing what we spoke about the other day, like the vision that we came up with is pretty strong for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's I where I wanted to be at. That, I think for me, the the key for like this year, our year was about cementing what we can do and putting our roots down and making sure we've got a, a top of the line facility that's going to keep up with our growth and making sure the brand identity is strong and all that kind of stuff. And, and we've nailed that. So for me, next year is about kind of setting up some more of the um, internal systems so that we continue to grow and, and take it kind of with, the word global came up every single sentence almost. Mm. Um, but we are producing a product which has the ability to, you know, make sure people are having a good time. And, and that is the same globally. So, yeah, pretty excited to see, you know, for me by the end of next year or this time next year, I'd love to think that we're we're selling cocktails properly, not just dabbling in it in Europe and uh, the US as well, like yeah. really starting to pump it and, and taking the fact that Australian ingredients make the best fucking cocktails around the world and really pump that everywhere. Yeah. That That's that's where I think we can get to and or at least be on our way to it. Start to dabble in, in those areas, be dabbling properly in those areas. Yeah, and, and we've set ourselves up so we can do it. So let's go. Let's make yeah. it happen. I think pretty much the same, you know, like uh, – I'm the sort of person that likes dealing in actual things. Like I'm not good at forecasting stuff for the the reason of it being like a probably. I mm. like concrete sort of facts and the, the real. Um, what I am super excited about is probably more so the, the front end of next year and us having our uh, – uh, facilities down and all that you know like we're, we're working on the production facility that'll be done really early next year and we'll be able to pump out like volume volume from there without the the labor intensity of what we're working mm. on at the moment and just seeing <clears throat> excuse me of see, just seeing what doors that can open and i think it'd be so awesome to have a foot in the global market, you know, like at the moment we've got uh Singapore sort of moving a little we're bit, dabbling. but we're dabbling. It'd be really cool. Like you say, to not be dabbling, mm-hmm. to actually have had some calculated attacks at it and whether or not they've been the right moves, mm. throwing everything at it and then getting to the point where we have nailed it and we are actually achieving those you know yeah. like having a, a global identity would be epic i'm i'm on the same uh, like new zealand i would hope that we are fully up and running in like fully like we have some sort of um distribution network over there we have um retail chains we have boutiques we have all that kind of stuff in new zealand that's probably the one i would like to have nailed mm. by the end of next year um Hoping, fingers crossed, touch wood, whatever, wh- all the all those um, hoobie doobies that you, <laughs> you say when you want to do something. <laughs> yeah. You don't want something to go wrong. Yeah. The borders stay open and we can actually travel and see see our product in these other markets. Because um, that's probably one thing. It's it's been a real tough slog this year to keep in touch with like our, even our brand ambassadors or go see people in Sydney and Melbourne and 
create relationships. Like I've I've created relationships face to face for the longest time. It's really hard to do over the phone or mm. via Zoom or something like that. Especially when we, when we have product that is about drinking it with people, celebrating, being a part of it, and ex- like the the whole experience of what our product is is when you who you drink it with, what you drink it out of. Mm. Trying to sell that across a Zoom meeting, fucking really hard. Employing people hard. you've never been in the same room as. Yeah. And that's not that alien to a lot of different industries in the world, you know, like even prior to COVID and all that. But certainly for me, you know, like I've never, ever had somebody come on board to anywhere that I've worked without actually physically being in the same place. Being able to shake their hand and yeah. say, hey, how are you? And see what they're like as a person, you know, like it's, it's, very, very weird and very alien to be sort of trying to cultivate those relationships. Mm. That's what gives on. me. That's what gives me confidence about the fact that we can do this thing globally. You know, is, is we've yeah. effectively um, with our people anyway. We've been able to manage them remotely and and keep them engaged. And actually, some of the guys that we've had remotely in the other states who we haven't been able to see have had absolutely incredible results and mm. have been growing it hugely. You know, it's been amazing. So. There's no, there's not really a difference between that. You know, we might have to wake up a bit earlier in the morning to have a phone call if we're chatting yeah. to them in the UK or whatever. But um, there's not that much of a difference between that. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that it can. And then it's, it's just about getting the the brand alignment right, and then and hitting it in the market, and probably having a bit of good luck along the way. And and shipping prices coming down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. The one. That bubble <laughs> has to burst soon because it's just growing and growing and while people are paying it, it'll keep growing, you know. But it has to. Elon Musk's gonna hook up a uh, cocktail network that links you just shoot it in a in a <laughs> spacecraft and it links straight to the UK real soon. Like it's, Elon, if you're listening. It's madness like we're we're, all, we're trying to do more merch and stuff like but even, like shipping anything anywhere at the moment is a like in Australia I feel like the network in Australia's for the most part been pretty good like we've had some we've yeah, had, had some, a it had a rough big, trot it's yeah. come back it's come back in a big way there is still delay like times are still pushed out instead of 3 to 4 days you're talking 7 to 7 to 9 might arrive on the 10th yeah. maybe but we're talking 2 3 month delays internationally mm. like somebody said the other day like a container could sit at sea for four months before it even gets docked, like just yeah. sitting outside the harbour. Like it's pretty bad mm. in other countries. So mm. hopefully those things, that b- bubble bursts. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? <laughs> um, nothing specifically. I think we've uh, we've touched on most of the things. That, it's been uh, pretty mad reflecting on 2021 and, and I guess we touched on it a little bit of some of the external recognition as well, but uh, that kind of stuff. Whenever we we talk about it, and and this is a renowning thing, I know both of you say this. You know, when someone comes up to you and says, "Oh, congratulations, you guys are doing such a good job at Mister Consistent," the first thing that comes out of our mouths is, "We've got a team of amazing people who make it yeah. all happen." And I think that's uh, some of these awards that are coming up. You know, it's it's really a product of what the team's doing, and not necessarily what we're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, we're the whole group. It's incredible. And well, we talk about Mister Consistent being our business, like. Business is Mr. Consistent. Everybody in this business attributes an arm, a leg, a tooth, a, a tongue, a, a nose, or whatever to him being able to be alive and interacting with customers. Mm, yeah, yeah. And watching those people grow as well. You know, that's that's probably one of the things for next year that we're actually going to be able to – we've put the executive team in place so they can um, 
get stuff happening and we can spend a bit more time mentoring and helping people and, and um, you know, helping our people grow as well. That, that's a pretty key aspect of what we're going to achieve next year, which is cool. Yeah. Mikey, anything else? Nothing that could uh, really add on that, you know, like it's, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty sick. That, that covered it, I think. Well, we've got a new card game. We're going to go a little bit lighter here on the conversation. Ooh, it's purple. It's purple. Would you rather pack? <laughs> would I rather pack or would I rather <laughs> bottle? Would be the question. I won't in do our that business, one. right? <laughs> 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 what have we got here? Oh, this is a good one. Our, our business is obviously like misconsidered. Very, the brand is very bright, colourful, but it's all about taste. Would you rather be colourblind or have no sense of taste? Colorblind color every day of the week. Be that bad. <laughs> Give a fuck if you're colorblind. The only like, the only negative on colorblind would be if you, you wouldn't know if you're eating like blueberries or a cranberry, and a raw cranberry is not that crash hot. Yeah, I can handle that. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah, easy, easy. And like my life has been taste. my my career <laughs> has been dictated by taste. Any of you like blind, blind where now talking like an actual comparison, but colorblind and no taste, bothered. I'd be colorblind every day of the week. Yeah, so as everyone can tell, I like taste. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing like, yeah, yeah I don't know. I'd oh. probably be colorblind for like 150 bucks. What else would you do for 150 bucks? Mate? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, mate. <laughs> oh, would you rather always sleep with one eye open? Or never be able to finish your sneeze. Ooh. Again, that one's pretty easy. The sneeze thing is fucked. The yeah. eye opening, <laughs> is it always the same eye? Am I just going to have one <laughs> yeah, crusty, dry eye for the rest yeah, of my life? Yeah, you have a real crusty, dry eye. Yeah. I'm the the sneeze thing's fucked. Imagine that. Can't, yeah, uh, can't uh, not uh. sneeze. That's torture when someone does that to you. Have you ever done that to someone? It's brilliant. When you see someone going like that and you go, oh. Well, you can, you can't. Can you can it. stop someone from sneezing. Yeah, if you put them off too much, they won't sneeze. Yeah, it's right. really annoying. Would you rather never receive a compliment again? Lose the ability to give compliments. I'd much rather never receive a compliment again. Like, I, as much as I like to have my ego stroked, it's also always kind of <laughs> awkward as well. Yeah, same. Yeah, I feel the same. Oh, would you rather always speak in third person? Always speak in rhymes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I think always speak in rhymes as much as that's going to get. Oh, I'd love to speak in third person. It'd be so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it would. I do like a riddle, though. If, yeah. if it was riddles, I'd be onto riddles. Yeah. No, I'm going to take rhymes. I'm definitely oh, yeah. I'm, rhymes, I'm on yeah. rhymes as well. I, I can make a career out of that. Little Sabir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's so many. There's so many good ones in this pack. Would you rather know what everyone's thinking, have everyone know what you're thinking? Definitely the first one. <laughs> Definitely the first one. I've showed my hand way too early in this. <laughs> he wants no one to know what he's thinking. I don't know. I reckon you could avoid some pretty difficult conversations if it was just all out there and you were like... Oh, but there'd be some... Dirty laundry edge, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
Maybe oh. you two have more wholesome thoughts than I no, do, but I'm definitely <laughs> on the other one. <laughs> yeah, I probably would want to know what everyone else is thinking, not them to know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone generally knows what I'm thinking anyway. I don't, <laughs> put it out there. I don't think it'd be very pleasant knowing what everyone else is thinking either, but I, I'd know what they were thinking if they knew what I was thinking and it would mostly be discussed. <laughs> 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 would you rather control the weather or control time? Mikey, surely your time. Oh. <laughs> Does the weather include the surf? Yeah, well, yeah, the weather includes the surf. Oh, yeah, the weather. The weather inc- includes everything. every barbecue you've ever been to in your life, every time you've ever been surfing, every time you've been to the snow. Mm. The weather would be pretty epic. The weather would be amazing. Uh, but on the flip side of that, if you could control, oh, if you control time, 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 you, you can, can go, go back to the, to the time when the snow was amazing yeah. or the surf was real good. So you could probably have the best of both worlds if you control time. If you can't tell, we like being outdoors. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we like the beach and the sun. Yeah. <laughs> time would be pretty good. I'd say control time. Yeah. Because yeah. it could slow yeah, time, time down. Yeah. Extend it. <laughs> Do what you want with it. I could paddle into that really good wave. Yeah, yeah. Without, yeah. <laughs> the wave moves real slow, oh, but I'm going yeah, super yeah, fast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on time for time, sure. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Again, probably good that people can't read my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. But with time, you could take that back. <laughs> yeah. If you can control time, you could... Oh, you can reverse time as well. Definitely time. You're in control of all time. Doesn't matter what time. We can't just slow it down and go to where we want. Well, you we can, can slow it down, you can get back. You can, yeah, you Definitely can. that one. 100% yeah, that one. It's your time. Do what you want with Fuck it. Fuck the weather. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming in, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, mate. Chat. Thanks for 21. Re- reviving. And this year has been amazing. Thank you guys for being by my side, by the business side, digging in. Fuck, we've fuck, we've done some shit this year. <laughs> I feel like we've dug in together as a group pretty hard and been able to achieve alongside the team. So it's been an amazing 21. I'm very humbled and grateful for you guys and the team, the business, stockists, literally anyone that's touched this business, I'm super grateful for. I think we all can echo that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, thanks to the 120 that have got us or that, that are with us now. Thanks to all the other ones that have got us this far. Thanks to everyone that drinks us, listens to us, watches wears us, buys us. us, wears yeah. us, does all of it. You know, like we'd be nothing without that. So huge shout out, huge thanks to everyone. And humbling. Especially our families inside, yeah. outside Absolutely. the business. Like, the, yeah, I think that's the um, one of the major things that gets us all through is that we're here for our families and trying to make it happen. And, yeah, but without their understanding and support and everything, yeah, we love them. Thank you. And a belated Merry Christmas because it's, yeah. it's not Christmas yet, but the... And a fucking happy New Year. <laughs> <very> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Drinking some cocktails this New Year's. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. That's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You know the drill. Like, subscribe, leave a review. Go show the Shake Up some love and stay connected. Don't forget you can watch all of our episodes on YouTube. Also, jump over to our Shake Up Cocktail Gang Facebook page where you can find out who's coming up on the podcast. And if you've got questions for them, I'll ask the bloody questions. You can also use the code SHAKEUP for 10% off on mrconsistent.com.au. Thank you so much for listening and just remember, shit that's fresh.